everybody. And tonight we are doing Extraction, the new Netflix film starring Chris Hemsworth. Uh, you've oh, I thought it was about him. a dentist. Ha <laughs> <laughs> uh, I thought it was starting. about a carrot farmer. <laughs> a carrot farmer? Yeah, Extraction. What? Pull, it out of, pull it out of the ground. Why not a turnip that's what, farmer? <laughs> that's what, like, that means extraction. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm extraction. just trying to find better plots than what's happening in the movie. <laughs> extraction is one of the most popular films on Netflix right now. In fact, I think if yeah, you look is. right now, it's probably the number one film. And uh, as such, Mama K was actually the one who brought it to our attention and suggested it in a, in a way. Uh, saying hey, it's very popular. It's uh, it's that's what produced. I said. It is. It's <laughs> produced by the Russo brothers and written by Joe Russo. You'll know them from Community as well as the Avengers movies. Uh, so I think that's probably why I came across Mama K's plate, possibly. But uh, Mama K, why why did you pick this? Uh, it came across as one of the most popular movies. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, also, yeah, I mean, people- it's got Hemsworth. So I'm figuring, okay, we got maybe some funny big guy humor stuff with some blowy up stuff and some of that's true yeah then we watched it uh so extraction tyler rake a fearless black market mercenary embarks on the most deadly extraction of his career when he's enlisted to rescue the kidnapped son of an imprisoned international crime lord yep Yep. that's what happens and uh you know it's uh it's an action movie uh it's an action movie. If you haven't seen uh, Extraction, it is on Netflix right now. It, like we said, it is the most popular movie right now, which gives me questions in the taste of the average Netflix viewer. But if you haven't seen it, uh, <laughs> go check it out before we spoil it. Because, yeah. We rate things here at Films with the Women of My Life based on four criteria. And those are the plot, the character, the visual and sound, and the overall resonance and feel of the movie. Uh, it's hmm. very, very simple plot this uh, this young man uh ovi mahajan is the son of india's biggest drug lord and he is captured by people who are employed by amir asif uh bangladesh's biggest drug lord and is holding him for ransom uh and then saju a former special forces soldier uh he's one of avi's henchmen so he's one of the india drug lord uh guys uh, yeah. He is hired to go back and get the son from... Uh, he's the one that's been taking care of him at home, right? Has he been taking care of him? I mean, he, he he's the guy that we first were introduced at his home, saying, didn't your dad say not to go out? Yeah, the one with the wife okay. and the, and the yeah. son. And, yeah, that's And him. so the, the drug lord threatens the son, threatens that guy's family, and that's why he has to go out. Right. Uh, but separate from that is Rake being hired uh, by this special force, uh, special air service regiment, Australian air service regiment. Uh, they are hired to go and get Ovi as well, separately, and and uh, they, they are supposed to ret- extract him. That's, that's the extraction, and uh, meet at this certain point, but uh, things go wrong and people are betrayed. And then right. uh, there's a bunch of allegiances shifting around. There's a few other random drug lord and drug carrying and gang member kind of characters that pop up here. Old contacts, perhaps. Uh, so it's it's basically, it's it, this is too complicated. It's Chris Hemsworth <laughs> fighting a bunch of people trying to keep this kid from dying. And eventually it becomes more than a job to him. So that's that's the plot of Extraction. Uh, uh, Mama K, what do you think of the plot? 
it is a straightforward plot that they try to make incredibly difficult to understand because I don't know why there yeah. needs to be all of these people trying to get him and then get him back. Maybe they might want to, I don't know, join forces against the bad guys. But are they the bad guys? Because it's really bad guy versus bad guy. It's like spy versus spy. So, yeah. So that's a bummer about that because I, I was confused there for a while while there were why there were three factions fighting. Whenever there's more than two sides to a problem, I'm trying to figure out why you know you don't just gang up on one they're not distinct enough to be different right i mean you have to really know like the indians versus the bangladeshis um you know but it's the only person that's different in this whole situation is chris hemsworth so (laughs) he's he's easy to spot in a crowd he's about three feet taller than anybody else Um, i mean maybe to to indian and bangladeshi people this the, the differences are more obvious I don't even know if these actors, though, that they use are all of the correct country. I have no idea. I, I, they seem uh, to be mostly Indian just from their names. So, Well, the one guy, uh, Saju, I said this to the call. I'm like, he looks like like Native American. He did like, look not, he, American. I, I was like, were they uh, casting this and they said, told them to get Indian actors and they accidentally <laughs> cast the wrong <laughs> The wrong type of the wrong type of Indian. Yeah, yeah I was like, uh, <laughs> it's just his look. I'm sure he really is something. I don't. I have no idea. I just. I have no idea. I really don't know if this if this is accurate to region as far as uh, how these people look country to country. But anyway, you're yeah. Saying. Well, that that's what made it a little a little difficult to. I mean, otherwise maybe it would have been too straightforward of a plot, too simple of a plot. I don't know. I don't know that it was my job to figure that out. But um, so, yeah. So, you know, the plot is your basic action movie. There's a problem. He's got to figure out what to do. Uh, so, I mean, you can't really give it much more than a two. Nicole? Um, yeah, I feel pretty solid on agreeing with that. It really was so simplistic and yet so overly saturated <laughs> with bullshit stuff like what the needlessly fuck? elaborate yeah i mean <laughs> god this this really could have been cut down by 30 minutes and it would have been fine like yeah. we would have gotten the same exact result it would have been it. better <laughs> yeah i think I mean, you're i think you're right um there was about there was about a half an hour i was like Oh man, I I'm, I'm going to go make a shake or something. You know what what there's, there's a particular scene that I'm thinking of right now that we'll talk about, I'm sure, that I would like to have erased from this because it was so <laughs> fucking stupid and I hated it. But um I don't even know which one you're talking about and I watched it with you. Yeah, I'm not sure either. I, uh, I want to know what I mean, you should I say it now. We're in spoilers. Go ahead. We don't really I go mean, in linear per se. The whole david harbour scene was the most un- oh see i liked that i mean even but even if you liked it don't you find it completely unnecessary because one he, he realizes that david harbour is working with somebody else to try to get the money and then he says well who did you call and literally fighting for 20 minutes and then sat there for another 20 minutes and nobody ever showed up like i, th- I thought he was saying someone was coming Yes, David Harbour, the only other, the only other large white man in this movie, is like his yeah. un, his like underworld contact in in Bangladesh and turned arch enemy. Like I, I just I, that was the dumbest over, thing over over one scene. <laughs> yeah, and you knew it was coming, and it was, and it was sort of like you know it was the 
oh, I owe him one from the past. Oh, yeah. he's going to screw me. <laughs> yep, that's exactly what happened. And then they just fight for, <laughs> for 20 minutes, and then he's killed, and then he's like, okay, kid, let's go home. Like, that, nothing happened. <laughs> so It was a Winnie the Pooh <laughs> moment. <laughs> I mean, I was just, if you cut that out and we, like, like we didn't need that. They really could have just kept trekking. I really think they could have just kept trekking through. But anyway, the uh, the rest of it was typical action film. If I have to say, action is my least favorite genre of films. I don't get held attention-wise by them a lot. This one held my attention during the fight scenes, for sure. So, just based off of that, I will give it a two and a half. There's some there's some visual and sound stuff that I definitely want to point out when we get there. But if we're yes. talking strict plot, yeah, needlessly elaborate. Yeah. I'm sticking with that. This is this is a two hour action movie. It should be an hour and a half action movie, and there should be a little bit more action and a, and less story. It should take a book out of out of the John Wick movies where it's it's the story or is extremely what a page What'd or I a say? whole book a page a out of book. the well. There's multiple whatever. It should take a page out of the book chapters. It's it should use the formula John Wick movies use where it is very simple plot. There is only a side or two, and like the the characters are very obviously just like you know the lines are drawn very clearly, and the whole movie focuses on the action. The director is Sam Hargrave, uh, who is a stunt man or a stunt man, a stunt coordinator. Uh, so this is his directorial debut. He did the stunts for a couple of Russo brother movies. And you can tell because some of the action scenes are really good. And you can also tell yeah. that the story, the story sucks. It sucks. It's, it looks like, it feels like it was written in like 1993. It, it would go per, it would fit perfectly in the nineties. The way this is written. It's so everything is like, Oh, he's going to betray you. Oh, he's going to help you. Oh, but he's going to betray you. Oh, this, uh, and now we got to team up yeah, to take on the other bad. Better guys. than ninety. The, the the actual you know fighting is better than ninety. No, I'm fighting. talking the so script. I'm talking the plot and yeah. the script are are you. ripped from thirty years ago and and then there's just no there's nothing interesting about the plot at all. And then when we get to the end, I think Nicole and I were laughing at some of the absurd absurdness that was the end of this movie. Uh, bad absurd, not fun absurd. Bad absurd. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you mean the whole bridge scene? The bridge scene to the end, like we get like a like an epilogue, yeah. and it's <laughs> I'm still laughing about yeah, it. Yeah, the we'll, epilogue. We'll get there. Yeah. Um, but it's terrible. It's it's the plot of this is terrible. It's uh, I'll give it a um, I'll give it like a one five. I hate the plot of this. I hate it. I it's so it's such slop. I always talk about how I don't like I like uniqueness. I don't like slop. There's this could be this couldn't be less unique. It's I've I've seen everything in this before. Um, so it's, it's, it rests solely on, do you like the action sequences? It's, it's, that's solely what it's resting on. So we'll get to that when we get to the visual and sound, but first the characters, uh, other than Chris Hemsworth, Tyler Rake. Yeah. We have Ovi, who's the kid. Saju is the, the former operator. He's like, I, I, he's kind of like the Tyler Rake for the Indian side, even though, even though he's also on Tyler's technically fighting for the Indians, at least at the beginning, um, whatever, uh, Nick Khan is, uh, the partner of Tyler, the, the woman who hires him. Um, who else we got? Ovi is the incarcerated drug crime Lord. We see him for about three seconds. Amir is the, the Bangladeshi one and he's the big bad. Uh, the, yeah. uh, Gaspar is David Harborough. And then I don't remember his name, but there's, uh, there's, there's the guy who consistently chops his own fingers off to prove his loyalty. That guy. Oh, the kid. Yeah. yeah. The kid who's, yeah. Always cutting fingers off to prove he's awesome. And uh, the and comically fat 
cohort of the Bangladesh <laughs> yeah. guy. What the fuck? He, he is in the best scene in this movie. The scene, I, I think I laughed for like 30, 30 seconds straight. I was dying, but I don't want to give that away until, we, I, until I give my character part. But um, Nicole, since you were just talking, what do you think of the characters in this? Every character in this movie is so predictable, it irks me. Because when, if I'm going to watch an action movie, I already know what a b c and d is going to be and that's exactly what this was like okay we have chris hemsworth and the other guy and they both literally beat the shit out of each other to the point of shooting each other in the arms and legs and they still like terminator style get up and can walk and drive a car after they get hit by a car they both get hit by cars (laughs) slammed yeah slammed gets like shot in the back of the neck yeah what and then he gets hit by a by like a chicken truck or something ridiculous and then he drives a bus into the other guy and they're both fine but neither of them (laughs) i do like that part yeah neither of them have broken their backs they're shot well but also like Like, yeah they're just people they're not like superman like (laughs) said just i mean aren't they though (laughs) um not in this one unfortunately um i mean all the other characters are so fucking annoying and predictable and it's just so irritating like we like we just said we all saw david harbour's character becoming a uh you know a turn of turn of fate type of guy and the i actually was wrong i thought that the group that chris hemsworth is working for i thought they were going to turn out to be bad guys and they didn't so i will give them that no. they didn't take a cliche twist no, they were they were double crossed ahead of them so they couldn't even right get to, they couldn't even double cross they already were double crossed but <laughs> their their character as an entity working with chris hemsworth was also very predictable i'm thinking of this one scene in particular where they are hiding in that <laughs> office in the warehouse and he gets this call on his, on his phone and she says, you've got to leave the kid behind. You're going to die. You must let him go and kill him in the streets or whatever. She said, she, he's, he's like, he's like, no, this is what I set out to do and I will do it. And I'm like, come on. He gets on. the flashback of someone at a beach. Someone in, so, yeah, the, the, the eerie legs of a child in a flashback. I'm like, oh my God. It's from the from the very beginning when we see him flashback with once with the with the beach i'm like oh no it's gonna be this kind of thing so no that does not grab my attention that much so i have to say that the characters are so underwhelming and cliche that i can't take it and i i hate them all and um <laughs> I, <laughs> the only thing that i like I, none i like i'm gonna give him a one <laughs> Would have okay. <laughs> you know, I was holding out hope when it started off where, you know, Hemsworth is in the outback or whatever, and he's with these two aboriginal characters. And I'm like, this looks like maybe there's going to be some shades of comedy here, which is what I'm going to need in this. And I was like, okay. So I think um, 
my favorite character in the movie might be the aboriginal guy at the beginning of the movie <laughs> that might not have any lines. Are you talking about the guys who are like <laughs> hanging out with him when he jumps down on, on the, the off the waterfall? Yeah, those are that those guys was were straight like, from like a Michael Bay '90s script. That shit was terrible. That was that that no, that tipped me off to that, oh, this is going to be awful. Those were like Roland Emmerich. No, characters. that was no, that was my that was no no that was my oh my god this might might almost be a have a little bit of like Crocodile Dundee in it. That's then, terrible. <laughs> it's not terrible because I think Hemsworth could Hemsworth could pull off. He's he's big giant beef and then humor with it is really good oh so Thor. there was none of that oh, in this God. movie like zero um my attraction level plummeted i mean as time went on i was like i don't even know and and i at, by the end of the movie he wasn't even like a big dude anymore he was just like this i don't even He's know been shot what. 14 times <laughs> he yeah i mean Sure, he was. He got shot yeah. through the neck, um, like you saw. How like, is his arm not hanging neck? off by yeah. ligaments? Like <laughs> he got. Yeah, and then one time, well, there was that arm, and then and he couldn't use it. But then all of a sudden, at the end, he was shooting with it. <sighs> so I was like, "Huh, we got some continuity issues um here." So that's a that's that's a problem. There were, I mean when we get to cinematography there were some real fine action sequences that i that i could dig but yeah the character like literally the aboriginal guy at the beginning was my jam uh and that ended by like minute three so that was a real that was a real bummer for me everybody else like you said was very one-dimensional and hard to ferret out why any of these characters were any different than the one standing right next to them with the exception of of the way that the, the you know the way that they were so charactery was like oh god and you know the guy that was sitting the the bad guy quote unquote the bad guy when they're on top of the the building with all of the orphan kids i'm sure that's what brennan's favorite part of this movie might be um spoiling it is yeah i'm sorry spoilers um, spoiling my the way opinion he's sitting there <laughs> Yeah, the way he's sitting there, kind of like, you know, in his outfit with his legs crossed and everything, I was like reminded of uh, a movie we reviewed that I wanted to review, Pretty in Pink. He reminded me of Steph, and there was no reason for that, like zero. <laughs> but he was just so aloof and weird, and yeah, the characters are definitely. I'm gonna give him a one and a half because of OG Aboriginal guy. <laughs> um so uh chris hemsworth is trying here which is unfortunate because there's nothing to work with uh you know no. he, yes he is he's shedding tears he's he's trying to give yeah, i know i know he's trying but it's not this is not no this is not the role for no me. it's ter- i mean it's a perfectly fine it's it's just written and horribly edited the, the plot is terrible and and all every other character like the kid is it, it sucks there's not i don't give a shit about him at all <laughs> The drug lord guys are terrible. The the I you know I like seeing David Harborough, but like he looks like he just like he couldn't care less about this. His jokes are terrible. He's like, <laughs> I gotta go check on my wife. Don't make fun of this dish because she made it. And like, oh, you got some pills? Let me take that with my whiskey. Like he's just like, oh my god, like I know, like 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 literally <laughs> like this was written about? this when he when they're hanging out and and they're and they're. 
and they're like reminiscing about when the old time. Ta- yeah, he's yeah. at the old, and then he's got like, oh, let me take a couple of them pills, and then he drinks his whiskey with them. I'm like, oh my god, it was literally written like thirty years ago. Yeah, none of that's convincing either. Like none of it. Like you know, they had Hemsworth doing that in the beginning. And none of that is convincing that none of it added to the character at all. Well, that's why when you talk so. about the, you liking the average guy at the beginning and like this scene too, this feels like a Michael Bay movie to me, like the way it's written and the character types. That's that's what if like when they go for any sort of humor, yeah. that's what it feels like. It feels juvenile and, and, and completely rote and like just just so la- lame just lame like like a like i didn't even feel like it was there that's how bad it was like i didn't even recognize i it. i it felt on that level to me it felt like if this was made 25 30 years ago everyone's dad would love this movie and maybe they still do but uh <laughs> like I, uh, who, who who do i like um the big fat guy because he's in the best scene in the movie where well, okay, already kind of talked about it. All the orphans are on the roof and one of them stole and, you know, you got to chop the hand or the fingers off for stealing. And there's no dialogue at the beginning. It's just the kids on the roof and they're cowering. And this big fat guy just walks up. Like he just grabs one of them by the arm. He walks him over to the ledge and just tosses this kid over the ledge. And you just hear, ah, and he just slams. Yeah. And then he's just going back for another one. No words. Like he's, I'm like, oh, I was laughing my ass off when he just actually threw him over. I was like, there's no way they're gonna like hold him over, and then the guys can be like, wait, stop. No. Like I know what no, happened. You knew 100 percent that kid was going. I was so over. happy when they did because I was like, oh, at least it's got a. This thing has at least some teeth. It's not pure gum, which is what it felt like, you know, the rest of the time. Uh, it, was, it was so great. Um, <laughs> and we'll talk about some of the action scenes because there are some good action scenes here because there's nothing else that's good here. Yeah. I'm done with the characters. I'm out of one five because I I didn't hate. I didn't hate it as much as I've hated other things. I just it, it's just so lukewarm blob. Um, the visual and sound though. Here's here's where we can at least <laughs> talk about something. Mama K, what do you got that? Yeah. So this is uh this is where the movie shines. Mm-hmm. There's a there's one big long action scene that I quite enjoy. Uh, where there's a lot of face punching and a guy whose name is Tyler Rake actually gets to yeah. impale a man on a rake. And I was like, that's, you know, that might be the, that might be the best part besides Aboriginal guy of this movie. And he's, you know, Hemsworth pulls it off because he's a convincing dude that way. He can, he can do that kind of stuff. So him running around and killing a hundred guys uh, in that building sequence was was my favorite part of this movie, I think, um, to watch that I didn't have to think about characters or anything like that. The way that it was, the action sequences were filmed and the action sequences, aqua, action sequences oh themselves were fine. And that was the part that was good. Um, this movie looked so dirty. Not, it just looked so... It looked like it was filmed with a dust filter, like, like it was so brown and yellow <laughs> and dusty. brown. Mm-hmm. Well, the one scene, yeah, but Brennan even when said, it wasn't is that nighttime dusty? or is it just pop pollution? <laughs> That's what I said when because it looked like yeah. the sun, but because it wasn't usually when it's night, it's like a bluish sky, but it's like it was just like a dark orange. I'm like, is that night? Like, <laughs> what is that? <laughs> yeah. And and for me that doesn't evoke a, like I, I'm a blue filter person, so <laughs> that doesn't evoke any sort of feeling for me except for I feel like grit between my teeth. Maybe that's, but it wasn't a good grit. It wasn't like in a really good, like you know, Middle Eastern war movie kind of grit. No, it's it not was like just the Hurt Locker. It's in... just like, bleh. yeah, 
No, it was more like the gym locker. It was not. It was not. <laughs> the, the Cole did say she when they were going to the when the city. They were like she was like that place smells just awful. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, and there's there was never anything charming, and I almost felt like they filmed it without telling the people in the city that they were doing it because there was so many people on the sides that looked shocked about what was going on not shocked that there was like all of this blood and gore but just like who are all these people why is that big guy here i don't understand what's happening you know I just kind of felt like they sort of ambushed. They just finished setting up their fruit stand and the fucking bus comes yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it looks like... And it's all like, who's going to pay me for my spices? You know? Looks like filming did take place on location in Mumbai, as well as Bang Bangpong, Ratchaburi, and, and Dhaka, Bangladesh. So Okay, well, the people from those cities did not know they, <laughs> they were coming. I mean, there is... There is no doubt in my mind that all of these people were just like when they were filming the the fight scene, what? they were actually breaking into people's houses. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, the lady who was watching her telenovela kind of situation or whatever it was going on, she was all like, "What is happening?" You know, and it wasn't in a in a in a I'm acting way. It was in a get the fuck out of my house way. <laughs> um so i mean i guess looking back that was kind of charming but um yeah i and i and you know me I, i'm a score soundtracky person i didn't really recognize any of that no, it was just uh, generic it. orchestra I mean, like dun 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 music it was there was no there was nothing yeah and you know screechy tire stuff and that kind of ilk um <laughs> i guess i don't know that i ever bought you know i mean going back a little bit to the plot it's like I didn't buy uh, Hemsworth's character that he was so... Because we never got told the whole story of what happened to his... Uh, clearly something happened to his son, and we're supposed to feel like he has a connection to this boy because of it. That never Well, he said in the in the ever. bedtime story part, he died of what, lymphoma. Yeah, and he, he, oh, ran away, okay. he ran away to go and do another tour in Afghanistan because he couldn't bear with the fact that his child was dying. Yeah, so and I even noticed the cause... His kid die. He was like third tour. I was doing. He died. I wasn't even there. He, I was doing a third tour in wherever in Afghanistan or wherever. And then the guy was like, "Uh, you got called off for service." He's like, "No, I just volunteered because I couldn't bear being there." And, and then he does his crying. Okay. And then the son. Yeah. No. <laughs> I'll let you tell him to call the river metaphor. <laughs> I'll let you do that. <laughs> but what river metaphor? Yeah. Oh, you um, know the river. His river. His little river oh, staying. Yeah. You mean at the end? Throughout. You must have missed no. a scene where, like, where he did all this in the middle with the. It's because the David Harbor scene should have been cut in all together, and that was a part of it. Yeah. Uh, so I don't. What are we at here? Um, what are you at here? I'm gonna. What are we at? We're at, we're at yeah. Um, cinematography, sound, all of that kind of stuff. Uh, so we're landing at a a two and a half for that. Okay. I'm giving it an extra quarter point because it would have been a two and a quarter because uh, Sam Hargrave, <laughs> the director, was the stuntman as Captain America in the Marvel uh, films. So I'm giving, quarter point. giving him some, giving him a quarter point. Giving a quarter point because he was in a Marvel movie. It was the, literally the most Marvel K thing ever. No, no. Because he was Captain America. No, not because he was in a Marvel. 
exactly there you go what i said is still technically what it. i said is still true it's not incorrect like it's it's he was still in a marvel movie he was stunt oh man my marvel God. i'm giving no quarter points for the fact that the russo brothers did this none zero they might get negative points nicole now. what do you think of the, i might bring what it do you down think of the out? um i mean this is clearly the shining star of this whole movie <laughs> you know the action scenes the fighting scenes are pretty awesome um i really wanted like <laughs> when they when they were like killing all the people in that house the first time with the rake and everything i really wanted like pirates of the caribbean music behind it that would have been fucking awesome i would love that um but <laughs> That would have cost them way too much for this movie. I just I just played it in my own head as it was going on. But um something Let's watch it again with the whole score of pirates in the background. It would be a whole quarter point better. <laughs> something that really pisses me off with movies is oh, when it, well this this is a big one and I complained about it most of the movie when we were watching it. When fucking police can't aim. Like <laughs> We have 50 police or SWAT members or whatever in this, like, apartment complex, and you tell me that there's not one guy hiding behind a a sheet that can just fucking shoot him while he's standing there shooting 10 other police members? It just doesn't make any sense. How can this guy be so good at shooting and no other police officer can fucking shoot him? It just doesn't. You don't like the stormtrooper trope where you the main characters can't get, get hit by random people. No, and I also hate when there's a group of bad guys and they all attack one at a time. Yep. Why don't they just all jump on top of him? They can kill him that way. It's so stupid. Anyway. <laughs> the movie would be shorter. Oh, my God. But, but regardless of that, that is something I hate about movies. But the action was, was good in this one. And I liked all the sound effects that they put in it. A lot of gushing and a lot of cracking bones and shit. Like, that was pretty yeah. good. <laughs> it just made it more believable. Skull fractures. Yeah. Not that yeah. his bones didn't crack when he got hit by a bus, but whatever. And they, it was, it, they pick and choose where they put it, I guess. <laughs> um, I know that, that me and Brandon talked about this. Um, I don't know, maybe it'll come to me. But um, but no, I talking about that that river scene is really funny because if they couldn't have added anything of more cliche to this, they had to add something more cliche to this, which is a stupid thing that the kid says. My father always said to me, "You're not drowning unless you decide not to come up from air." <laughs> it was I can't remember his wording, but it was that bad, and it wasn't it wasn't his father. He was exactly what it, it was. wasn't his father. He was like, "Where did you hear that?" He said, "I read it in a book." And then the scene ends. Yeah, and then the scene ends. They didn't even tell you what book it was. No, he read it in a book. Like, meaning education is yeah, good. Paolo I don't even Coelho. know what that's supposed to mean. What does that mean? No, he said his father used to say. It means that you can't drown unless you don't come up for air. I mean, you can. Yeah, you, can, you can't drown unless yeah. you decide not to come up. <laughs> Something stupid. What? It's horrible. It's just horrible. Well, anyway. Or if there's no decision. They have to beat that metaphor to death in this movie. They must have used it four times from the beginning to the end. They had part of it. Well, I mean, he was pretty zen when he was sitting, you know, in the bottom of that grotto. Oh, when he when he jumps off, so. I know we're getting to the end, but when he jump finally goes into the, off the bridge into the river, I'm like, oh my god, if he floats to the bottom and does fucking yep. yoga pose, I'm gonna lose my shit. 
I mean, you don't know what happened though. Uh, he, might, he might have done that very thing. Oh, I know what I was going to say. Um, I, I think Brennan will bring this up, but we were talking about how they really tried to go for the first person visual in the beginning of this, where there, he's walking through the apartment type of thing, and it's just fixated oh, yeah. on him walking and you can see him walking and and it's like we're the film we're filming him but then they just stop all that like they only use that in like <laughs> one or two hard. scenes i'm like oh well that that's disappointing they just ended that it's too hard it was too hard yeah to do. and it i guess it wasn't the right film for it i don't know but um i mean overall it's it's really good action for someone that doesn't like action i have to say that i did enjoy seeing that part those parts but other than that pretty lackluster on everything else so i'm gonna give it a two yeah uh that the, from the beginning of that like first person fighting scene where like he's killing all the people in the apartment and he's with the kid and they're coming in it's kind of shot like a um, like a cut scene in a video game i think is the best way to put it uh and it's done really well yeah. the car chase is really good from like minute 20 to minute like 40 or 45 all that's great i was like oh look at that they're like they're leaning into the good action stuff. So, like maybe the first 20 minutes was just terrible setup and now we're just going to do this for the rest of the movie and it'll at least be it'll at least be the bill of goods you sold me which is you know cliche horrible action movie but at least the action's good and then we get an hour and 15 minutes of just garbage trash monster heaps <laughs> like this just like the david harborough <laughs> fight compared to what we just saw is just so lackluster and the ending fight not that not that good where they just shoot a bunch of people on no. the bridge back and forth like very uncreative very bland compared to that other you know no, going just tell me that, how a hundred yeah. friggin trained police people who are on this are this drug lord side can't all come together and shoot one guy the sniper guy takes out like half the other supporting characters like yeah right. it wasn't even the people on the ground it was it's terrible the, the ending is, you know what? what what you know what good murder i do like in this movie is when she kills the bad guy oh yeah that was good i do like that she kills where oh she, when she snipes the, she she snipes snipes the, the sniper. sniper you can't shoot the shooter yeah <laughs> When she well, no, when she goes into the bathroom and kills. Oh, that! <laughs> We're gonna get to that. Too. I like that. Part. I like that scene for a different reason. Oh, I just got for, to it. Sorry. Okay, well, whatever. Um, I really like that that one part. It brings it up a, a big chunk for me. Uh, because and I, I I'm totally with Nicole. The sound effects are great. The bone snapping, the sloshing, the crashing. Um, above average sound effects. Like really, really gets you in there for the good fight sequences. Um, and then it's surrounded by bland trash for the rest of the time. So I'm, 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 I'm more generous on this. I'm going to give it a three because I really think. Don't that you means. wish there was pirates of the Caribbean music in it? I mean, there's a lot of music I wish I was in here. I wish the music weren't so bland. Otherwise, I could, I could bump it up to a three, five, or a four. But uh, it's just, I'm yeah. just banking this three off of one really long, really good, really good, really good action sequence with good sound effects, and then, yeah. um, and then bland trash. For the rest of the time. Uh, so the end. Chris Hemsworth, we kind of already mentioned. Uh, it's it's the final fight. Everyone's dead except for Hemsworth. Is like almost dead. And his friend is uh, taking the little boy into the helicopter. And they're escaping. And uh, so Hemsworth falls into the into the river. Uh, to, presumed well, no, to be. He was almost about to make it out. Alive. And then he turned around. And then the kid. Eight finger kid. Shot him right in the neck. Right, eight finger, or maybe seven finger, dude. Maybe. How many fingers did he lose? And also, I don't think we kept a consistent track when we saw his hands and how many fingers were lost. But he loses two in the rooftop scene. <laughs> then later on, he shows up to the palace with his own severed finger again. He's like, "I cut this one off." He doesn't lose two. 
he doesn't lose two in the rooftop scene. Remember, he gets he gets saved because the guy rushes in going, oh, my gosh, they kidnapped the kid. And then <sighs> he's like, ah, oh, you got lucky. Oh, I thought I, I thought they did it in a cut scene where like. And then like, the second time it says, no. don't cut your other finger off. We need that. Yeah. The kid's only lost one finger, guys. I mean, it's just a you know, it's OK. But he's willing to cut yeah, off it's up fine. to four fingers. Like he totally is because he's a street urchin and he wants cred. But the guy who tells him not to cut off his second finger was the guy who originally ordered him to cut off two fingers. Well, of course he's going to listen to him because he's it the most was. powerful guy. Right, fucking, but he's trying to be he's like... stupid. Um, whatever. He gets his <laughs> re- revenge. But yeah, he tags he tags Hemsworth. He jumps into the water, the river thing. We think about, ooh, you gotta, you gotta swim to come up for air or you'll drown. <laughs> Terrible. And uh, then we cut to eight months later and the kid is now at like a swim <laughs> swim practice. And um, he's, he's swimming in the water. This is another part where I thought like he would, he, when he jumps off the diving board, he's gonna open his eyes and he's gonna be sitting Chris. <laughs> <laughs> in meditation pose. Yeah, crisscross applesauce. Oh, that would have been terrible. Yeah. Um, but no, uh, the guy, the bad guy's in the in the men's room peeing at a urinal, and then then we see the heels walk up, and then uh, and it's the woman. Uh, it's it's Nick. Uh, is that her name? Uh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. and she and she like pulls a gun out of her dress and shoots him. I turned to call. I was like, wait, why is she standing yeah. at a urinal before she shot him? Because <laughs> it looked like she was just about to take a piss right next to him. It looks like <laughs> like. She looks like real comfort. Are you kidding? Not kidding at all. The, the girl laughed at it. Like it looked like, like oh, she walked God. over and she kind of made like an arm shimmy motion with it, with her arm and she she was getting her gun, but it looked like she was just unzipping her fly yes. and she was gonna take a piss right next to oh, it. God, <laughs> I was like, well, that would have been a nice twist. She she was a dude the whole time. She's a dude. <laughs> and then she like peels her. That is a twist we didn't. Need. She peels her face off and she's David Harborough somehow. Uh, <laughs> Or Harbor. Yeah. I mean, you might harbor. just want to call him that. That's what I said, David Harbor. Just Harbor. Harbor. Like, you go to the Harbor. Well, that's without the U. Harbor up there. Harbor. <laughs> harbor. <laughs> uh, and then we, anyway, and then the kid comes. I com- like when she's walking. Yeah, I like when she's at the. Wait, and wait, I, when uh, she's walking away. When she's walking away from that, she's like trailing his blood on the bottom of her dress. Only briefly. Yes. It stops very quickly. I know. Just a little bit. That's tip. enough, though. I like it. Why wouldn't it trail the whole way? Because she just quickly it was just flipped a... her body yeah. around to walk away, and it just caught the end That's of it. That's right. She did. Okay, whatever. Because I... that was a badass dress, too. She zips so, up her fly and walks out of the urinal after taking a leak on the guy. <laughs> and then the guy, happened. the kid comes up for air, and we see in the distance a tall, muscular white man. And then that's we cut to black. We, he's, he's out of focus. Do we, though? It was Thor. Do we really see that? Or do we not? What do you mean? You think he's like dreaming something he's not even looking at? He might be. He's got some blurry, um, you know, chlorine eye. But he wasn't. Lo- it was from. It was from the on. audience's view, not his view. It wasn't first. But part. why was it so murky then? To make it ambiguous as to whether or not he's going to come back for a sequel or saying. not. Oh please don't! There can't God be damn. a sequel. To we this. didn't see that. That wasn't from his perspective. That was us as an audience. Like, oh, is it him? Is it not him? And then the movie ends. Oh, I know. I I got it. it I mean, that was like a big smack in the face. I got it. I honestly, got it. I wouldn't even have noticed it. It was terrible. Oh, I totally did. It's terrible. Yeah, that's how the movie ends. Uh, and then Residence and feel uh, <laughs> Nicole. Go ahead. Um, no. Um, <laughs> <laughs> zero. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm, 
I'm trying to figure out why this is number one, and the only reason I can give it is that people like shooting and guns, and people like Chris Hemsworth. So I can imagine that that's the only reason that this is like number one in the country right now, or is it world or the country? I think it's U.S. Netflix because I think other countries U.S. Have oh, okay. US Netflix. Yeah, yeah, that's gotta be what it is. Um, people were looking for something nice to look at, I guess, while they're in quarantine. But um, no, the. The plot and the way that this plot unfolds and all the stupid plot holes in this and the fact that these that this man can just live through gunshot wounds to the neck and crushed arm bones and shit is just so ridiculous and I hate it. And the backstory of how we're trying to get the kid out of here and try to get over this bridge, but I don't, I, I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand any of it unnecessary i think we could have gone a different route to still have the cool i mean hey i gotta give the guy props for being a stuntman gone director like he did a pretty cool job right you know um and his setting up his scenes was pretty legit so i do have to give that guy props but the rest of it the writing he should have got somebody else for that so i'm gonna give it i'm gonna give it a two i'm okay yeah, I'm I'm I, I'm not going to remember anything about this movie except for maybe the guy's face going through the rake. That's literally what good. I was just thinking too. Yeah. Yeah, the rake thing was good. I've just seen um, cooler face evisceration death scenes in recent movies, you know. Well, the thing was is I didn't have to see it. Actually, I didn't watch it. I'm going to be honest with you. I put my hands in front of my face because oh I don't really God. want to see that kind of stuff. They don't show anything. No, I, it's, enough. it's not like upgrade where they do Listen, that thing. Listen, it's enough. Yeah, okay. It's enough for me to hear it and to know what's happening. I don't really need to have that visual. In so, my what head. did you think about all the sound effects? Did you think they were too much? No, I thought the sound effects are good because they were real helpful when I wasn't looking oh, okay. at the actual <sighs> picture. So, not really their design, um, but all right. It was like I just watched it with blinders on, so I was watching like films for the blind. So, uh, yeah, I'm I I agree with Nicole about I you know this was number one, and I was thinking, okay, you know, I like these these types of movies. I like a good action when there's a really great long action sequence. I really really like that, and I appreciate it. Um, and I appreciated it in this movie, but it was just you know I, that's all I needed to see. I needed to see like nine to eleven minutes of this film. And that's it, because the story didn't lend anything to my enjoyment. Sad to say that neither did Chris Hemsworth. I mean, I uh, I needed more than an indestructible action hero, I guess. So, yeah, my resonance and feel for this movie is really low. It's a one. You remember that other stupid movie that we did with Chris Evans in it? Red Sea Diving Resort. <laughs> That, that this gives that was a very that. different movie though. They were both bad. Oh no, this is way better than Red Sea Diving Resort. Red sea I don't Diving even Resort. remember exactly. Oh, disagree. The storyline no. for the other one is way better. This, yeah, but it's executed so poorly. This at least has a twenty-minute action sequence that has nothing. It is terrible. Um, this is this I is. I like the guy getting the kid getting thrown off the roof. Made me laugh really hard. And I like the girl pissing in the urinal at the end. Um, that's it. I don't. I don't care for that's, the rest of this. Okay, but that didn't even happen. I, I mean, but okay. it was an it was an implication. Uh, no, it, it it's, it's like the rake in the face. We didn't have to see it. We we knew. Um, so no, the, the sloshing. <laughs> there was we, we, no sound effect for peeing whatsoever. The brains. The brain splattering sound effect doubles as her as her piss. Um, so the the it's <laughs> it's. It's terrible. It's not. I, I hate that this is the number one movie. I don't usually. I don't usually like these kind of movies. There's a couple 
a very select older movies that I have a guilty pleasure for spot in myself because I watched them when I was young and they're old They're If this was 30 years ago, maybe this wouldn't be so egregious. It would just be fine. But we are. What s- movie are you talking about? I'm thinking of like Armageddon Independence Day. I like those movies. They're terrible, but, <sighs> but I love those. And I also watched them when I was five and they were also made 25 years ago. So they're like, if this is like, this is, in movies have progressed i would not expect a movie like this to come out now and and be popular i'm very upset that this is popular not just in the also he was not watching those when he was five so everyone just calm down i totally was it was on tv no you totally were not watching you were watching babe i was watching babe when i was three <laughs> and five i was still watching babe at five i thought i kind of cut babe off i was on to star wars at five you weren't watching armageddon it was on TV. Okay, I, anyway, it was, whatever. My point is, fine. Seven. I, I was a, I was a pre-teenager watching those movies, and that's what you should. That's the brain capacity these movies should appeal to. Um, it's it's terrible. Uh, one one five because I like the, the kid getting thrown off the roof. Uh, so we are at the end here. I think we all know. Uh, Nicole, would you recommend? Uh, what are we doing? Extraction. You know, I can't say that I would because what did I say to you before we started this? <laughs> what movie are we do- talking about again? Because yeah, it was what did I just say? Forgettable. <laughs> it's, yeah. So I can't. Okay. Yeah, it's a solid no for me. Like so solid. Yeah, this movie sucks. Three not recommends. Um, stop, <laughs> stop. People who are watching this, stop watching this. Stop, just stop it. Watch if you're gonna watch something mindless. Better. If you're gonna watch something mindless, there is so much better mindless stuff out there. This is like this is bottom barrel mindless. This is like this is this this was a pick waste up, of my time. This is not good. Uh, pick up any Mission Impossible movie. Yeah, all better. You're better. Uh, all, uh, yeah, uh, John Wick movies. If you want a lot of good action fighting. Uh, yeah way better so just just so much better uh so yeah three very strong not recommends for extraction and uh coming up we are doing another sorry Hemi. we're doing uh, he makes he makes some bad stuff so uh coming up we have another <laughs> popular movie on netflix hopefully this one does better the willoughby's which is an animated film so that'll be coming out on monday uh it's number two i think behind this so after this, I don't have... I don't think there's going to be a rake in a face in that one. You never know. Animation uh, goes all over the place. But, uh, you know, we'll see. Uh, they have yarn hair. Uh, you never know. Okay. I'm just saying. And then after okay. and then after that, we are doing our next host pick episode. For those who don't know, I'll give a brief on the host pick. Uh, every month, a different one of our hosts, the three of us, or Jess, the fourth host, who was not on this episode, uh, one of us picks something to watch whether it be a movie which is what we usually do but it could also be a documentary a tv show episode a series of youtube clips and basically anything that's watchable and free or on a major streaming platform uh this month it is nicole's turn so next week nicole what have you selected for us to view Ooh, well i had a couple things in mind and it took me a little bit of time to pick what i wanted to do this movie it is a movie came out 29 years ago it will be 30 years old this year um it's one of my mom's favorite movies she really enjoys it so i chose to watch misery oh yeah stephen stephen king's misery starring kathy bates i'm assuming it's that one that's the one i really was thinking about our other co-hosts in this one i knew they would really love it really enjoy a 90s horror film um (laughs) thought it would really get a rise out of everybody so i'm excited (laughs) i i endorse this pick i've never seen misery so i'm excited to go back 
got 90% on Rotten Tomatoes, so that should be good. Yep. An old movie for Jess and a horror movie for Mama K. It's going to be great. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So on uh, next Thursday, we will be reviewing <laughs> Nicole's pick for the month of May. That will be Misery. And where is this available to watch? I believe it's on Hulu. I'm also seeing it's on Amazon Prime. So it is on one of those two. There you go. If you have either or both of those, check it out. It should be there. Uh, we'll be reviewing that in a week from when you are hearing this. So, And then just like all our episodes, we don't rate things per se on that episode, but we do spoil them like all of our episodes. So go check out Misery and the Willoughbys if you want to be ahead for next week. Um, if you want to reach out to us, we are still taking listener suggestions until, you know, we are out of quarantine. So that could be coming up, but who really knows? Uh, if you want to do that, films with the women in my life on Facebook, you can reach out to me on Instagram. I am Brennan underscore podcast. You can reach out to Mama K on Twitter at films, women pod, and you can always email the show at films with the women at gmail.com. All right. Thank you guys for being on yeah. for extraction. I never do anything like this again. It's terrible. Never say never. I'm sure we will, but Jesus. It could happen. Till next time, this is Brennan signing off saying thanks for listening and enjoy your movies. Thanks for listening to Films with the Women in My Life. If you enjoyed being a listener in our life, please rate and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or on your favorite podcast app. Keep up with the latest from the show on Instagram at Brennan underscore podhost, on Facebook at Films with the Women in My Life, and on Twitter at Films Women Pod. Finally, you can email the show with questions and suggestions at filmswiththewomen at gmail.com. Original music for the show was created by Ian Burke and Chris Iwanek. Original artwork created by Nicole D'Alessio. This show is produced by Brennan Snyder. Thank you again for listening and enjoy your movies.